0: But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design. My name is Amanda Gates and hey, I wanna say happy new year to each and every one of you. Oh my gosh, can you believe it? 2020 is here and To celebrate this phenomenal year that we're about to have, I decided to have on special guest, Debbie Anderson, who is an amazing intuitive and medium, and she's created these great cards which we're gonna go through today. And Debbie Anderson, like many of the guests that I've had on the show, she's forged her own path. She's forged her own path to help others on their journey, and to help them through ascension and awakening and what's really cool is that as a clairvoyant medium she is really creating this new way for every single person to tap in tune in and be connected to the divine she's created these amazing tools to help you on your own journey to help you get the answers that you need which I think is perfect for this new year, right? I mean, I've had a bunch of podcasts, you know, uh, talking about 2020 and what to expect and the energy and I'm not doing this to freak you out. I'm doing this to prepare you and I'm doing this to help you be aware so that you can anticipate things that are coming. And the cool thing is, is that Debbie has created this amazing deck of cards. Uh, I think she's got three or four total that she has created and they're a great way to connect to your higher self, connect to your guides and a higher wisdom. And you know, I think that if we learned anything from Marlene Cronin's show uh, in December is that we need to stop trying to seek outside of ourselves and look within. So that's why I wanted to have Debbie on today to help you get the answers that you need because they're within you. Pretty cool, right? All right. Before we get started, guess what time it is? It's housekeeping time. (laughs) All right. I am doing a super surprise. Although it's not much of a surprise since I'm announcing it here. (laughs) All right, so I'm doing a massive 12-hour flash sale for Mastering Feng Shui with Confidence. I have never done this before. But here's the cool thing. I am only making it available to podcast listeners. So go to my website and type in gatesinteriordesign.com forward slash mastering flash sale I always open the cart to those who are on the list the wait list early but this year I'm going to run this flash sale and if you take advantage of it you're going to save 500 bucks off the course and the flash will be running Wednesday January 15th and yes there will be a payment plan so go to the website gates forward slash mastering flash sale and click the link to buy. I am only doing this for one day and it's only going to be for 12 hours. So if you miss this and you email us afterwards, you will not get into the course, but I will be doing early enrollment to those who are on the waitlist. So if you do miss this, you can go on over to the waitlist and sign up and you'll get access to early enrollment, which also gets discounts. It just won't be uh, as deep of a discount, but I wanted to do this because I appreciate each and every one of you. I really appreciate every uh, podcast listener that I have. We've had a flood of amazing emails come in with the fact that I just, currently, I'm still trying to figure out how, but currently I am not gonna be doing it every single Friday. I'm gonna be doing it two, maybe three times a month until we can figure out how to uh, make this sucker profitable. So anyways, thank you for all of the emails, but as a way to say thank you back to you and also happy new year, I wanted to do this amazing uh, quick flash sale. So if that's something, if you've been on the fence about taking this course, unsure, you know, because of price or there's something that's holding you back, now's the time to do it because who knows, I may not feel this giving (laughs) next time we do enrollment. Alrighty, back to the regular broadcast. Today, Debbie and I are going to talk about divination, how a deck of cards can help guide you and give you the answers you need, and why you want to do it, and how to interpret the meanings. That's great that you have cards, but what the hell do they mean, right? (laughs) And I should mention, this show is also going to be on YouTube, so if you want to see it and see the cards, I went ahead and I filmed this so that you can see this amazing deck that we were playing with. It was incredible. All right. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is going to be really, really fun. I've got clairvoyant extraordinary, and healer on, Debbie Anderson. Hello, Debbie. Hi. <laughs> so what's really going to be fun about this show is that I'm doing it a little bit differently today. Typically, this is just for the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast today, make sure that you also go over to the YouTube channel. I wanted Debbie to come on uh, and do this via Zoom today because we're going to be talking about her cards here in a minute that uh, she put together. I've got the vibrational energy oracle cards, and I just thought it would be a lot better than, you know, a lot of times when I'm doing the podcast, I'm trying to explain and do the visuals, and I'm like, I should just do video too. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you also go over to the YouTube channel so that you can see what we're talking about today i um, kind of getting a, a two-for-one um, so that you can listen in your car, but you can also go back to YouTube and, and see the actual uh, things that we're talking about. Before we dive into uh, the amazing cards, we're going to be talking about one of the decks today. She actually has numerous ones, but I wanted to back up just a little bit, Debbie, because um, you know, you're clairvoyant and uh, I'd really like you to explain to the audience what that is, what that means and when did that start for you? Thank you, Amanda. Well, being clairvoyant, uh,
1: some people are like clairsentient where they just smell something or clairaudient where they just hear something. And I always believe that clairvoyant covers all of them. So I see, feel, sense, hear, and sometimes taste as well so (laughs) it's all the senses mixed in together and they don't all come like one reading or one information will be it'll all be clairsentient or it'll be clairaudient it'll be a mix of that so i'll i'll get pictograms and all of that kind of stuff and as you say, it is backing up. I started seeing and sensing spirit when I was four years of age. And at that time there was a traumatic experience going on in my life. My parents were separating and eventually they went on to divorce. And my brothers and I were with my mother, went off to my grandparents and lived there for a while. And it was during that time there that was my first experience with spirit. And sadly, it wasn't the most you know woohoo this is fantastic because I was four years of age and I was in an environment there back in the uh, early 60s where you know these kind of things were not discussed openly so uh, I'm up in bed (laughs) as children did in those days very early and my grandparents were definitely from an era children were seen and not heard so that was something uh, being in our grandparents house we had to learn to adapt to. You know, rambunctious four-year-olds and two-year-olds running around is uh, something uh, a little too much sometimes for older people. So anyway, I was in bed, far, fast asleep, and I woke up to see these little ethereal bodies, which I now know to be spirit, descending out of the ceiling in my grandmother's bedroom onto the end of her bed. In those days, they had bedboards and the headboards and on the bed, and sitting there and just smiling at me. Well, of course. I didn't understand what it was so of course as small children do when we see something that doesn't seem right to us I screamed I cried and my mum came up and she said oh come on it's okay you're just having a bad dream go back to sleep and of course this happened a few times and I think spirit were going okay we're we're scaring the bejeebas out of this kid so maybe we should just back off and do this in a different way and which they did so as a smaller a younger child I would you know say those profound things to people that I had no idea or knowledge about and you know today we call them precocious children you know those ones that come up and say something very profound and we sort of step back and go this child's four how do they know all this kind of thing so I always say to people nowadays listen you could actually learn something so again it continued through my childhood until my teenage years when it was one of those oh my goodness I suppose I've got to close down again i Uh, was one of those teenagers that saw spirit quite a bit and I would share this with other people and I was on the school bus in England or on a bus coming home from school on England and I leapt up and shouted to everybody on the top floor of the double-decker bus look there's Jesus which wasn't quite received in the way that I thought it was absolutely beautiful because this this man just was standing there looking at me and he held his hands out like this and just smiled and I'm like oh my gosh everybody else you need to see this and of course people sort of backed away on the bus and my mother obviously heard about it and she took me to see a psychiatrist oh god and sadly in those days in the UK especially and I'm not sure in northern America but in the UK you would have uh been placed into an asylum. You know, I always say, given that lovely little white coat that hugs you and then locked up in a padded room. So at that point, I said it was all lies. I was just doing it to get attention as teenagers do. And spirits sort of closed down. It was like the, it was like the secret society at that point. You know, I would just have these little conversations with them and I wouldn't share anything with anybody because I was scared that this was going to erupt again and I would be in deep car. So it was in my early twenties that really I'd been playing with tarot decks for all, you know, I think from the infinity of being given one and the the tarot deck that I was given was Rider Waite, which to my, to this day is my go-to tarot deck. And I know there's a thousands of beautiful decks out there but that's I suppose the one I resonated so much with back in my early 20s that I would still use that today if I so chose to but I started doing uh, readings for people and I thought well I need to learn how to do this properly so I went on this workshop this course and while I was there what happened was at the point when we were doing readings for each other I was hearing from the instructor you're not doing this properly how are you getting this information from these cards? And afterwards, hearing from the person opposite, you were spot on. So I knew I was only using the cards as a tool or a blankie or just an example of something to do. And I was actually still giving messages to uh, people from spirit. And then I was blessed to be able to go to uh, the Arthur Finley College of Metaphysics, as it was known in those days, in um, in Essex, in Stansted, Essex, in England, and it was in those days like Hogwarts <laughs> for all those Harry Potter fans out yeah, there. Yeah, a big deal. It was joyous and being amongst other people of like mind. That were it was in those days, it was just mediumship and healing that they taught there, and now they have a glorious. Um, Array of other metaphysical sciences that they offer. But at that time, it was just that. And it was then that I realized this is okay. Everybody here does this. <laughs> so all of a sudden, it was that sort of, oh, you know, I'm not as strange, you know, I'm not the oddball here. And, and, we're very blessed in our society now because of course those were in the days before internet where we couldn't access any information. We couldn't hear wonderful podcasts like this or get to see any videos with explanations on spirit and that kind of thing. So we were literally in the dark ages. So we would read a book and uh, go on a workshop or go on a course. And that was the only way we connected with each other, mailing letters and that kind of thing. So that's sort of a little potted the story of my journey and of course it's not been that I woke up one day and I became a clairvoyant medium I'm still working on that that job I really am and trying to improve my skills and get better and be able to give more conclusive messages to uh, uh, people when they come to me but the one thing about it was I was able to I suppose shadow it in the dark when I was working in corporate world and still be able to do my readings at evenings, weekends, and vacation, and that kind of thing, until eventually it got to the, you need to do this full time. So, and I know there's many people out there, it's like, when do I take that step over from balancing the two, and I always say, you know, do it before spirit, push and shove you, and then you end up, I always say, like, Guido and the boys come in and take you out, and mine actually was, I was in corporate world, working away and all of a sudden one day I'm in the, um, I I was um, a marketing assistant to a CEO and all of a sudden a box came crashing down, hit me on the back of the neck, crumpled me into into literally concertina'd me in this very small space and I had to be dragged out by my feet. How elegant is that? So at that point it was like, okay, you're being taken away from the situation here. You need to be uh, focusing just on your clairvoyant work, but Obviously, I had to heal, and while I was healing, it took longer than I thought. And I thought, okay, now my my funds are drained. I need to go back to work. You know, we get in that little treadmill, and uh, then I got rear-ended. <laughs> oh God! So I, you know, don't be like me and do it the hard way. I, I always say that I tend to do it the kicking and screaming way. I never do anything graciously. When I'm on that roller coaster ride, I'm really on the roller coaster ride. So, <laughs> if you're getting signs from spirit, stepping into the the work your healing work or your spiritual work full-time then make it happen because i'm not saying that uh they want to harm you but they'll make sure that you get the opportunity to do this and because i had the time that's when i started writing the deck couldn't do anything else i could only heal (laughs) and for me that was not something that i went into graciously i'm an active person i like to be on the go all the time so to sit there and not, in my mind, do anything physical was a real struggle for me. So Spirit started giving this information for the Oracle deck. So yeah, don't do it kicking and screaming, folks. Do it nice so is and that friendly. a? I
0: mean, I think that's a great question in that I think a lot of people, I'm kind of experiencing this myself right now where um, I'm kind of going through a, a renaissance and I'm uh, a you know i've started doing real estate and i'm ready to take my my skill set that i have but apply it in a new way and i feel like i was kind of guided in that way to do that and and mm-hmm. um i feel like in a lot of ways i'm fairly in tune and i do things and i don't really know why i'm doing them but i have seen that with other people where like really? They're getting bonked on the head over and over and over again, and they're not taking the messages. So how do you, is there, you know, like, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm just having a shitty day. And it's like, they're not putting the pieces together to know, oh, maybe I should turn around or maybe I should be doing something different.
1: Well, I, I, I do believe that spirits send us messages all the time whether you believe in spirit in the way that we're talking about this, or whether you believe in uh, another consciousness, we do have guardian angels that are watching over us and they don't let harm come to us. Maybe we have a car accident. Maybe we have a box fall on the back of our head. Maybe we break a leg or whatever it is. But usually when we stop after the fact, sadly, and reflect back, We've been given those signs, those warnings, that indications change this, make something different, do something different. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a bit like when we're, uh, we, we just come out of a relationship. I'll, I'll give that as an example. We've come out of a relationship and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not going to do this again. And then we find somebody a little while down the road and then we start getting into that relationship. And sometimes we hear that, no, no. And of course we're going, yeah it's it's, yeah you don't (laughs) know (laughs) and then we go through the course of time and sometimes that no that we heard then comes to fruition so you know we don't want to keep having to do that but when we're being sent these direct indicators from spirit listen like you know, if I, I talk about some of the things where people have not gone into work that day or not got on a plane, they just felt, no, I don't, I don't want to get on this flight or I don't want to go on, and then something terrible happened. You know, we, we could go back to uh, the Twin Towers and, you know, many of the stories there of where people did not go into work that day. They couldn't define why, but they were either being held up or the bus was laid, or the train was laid, or they couldn't find their keys and things like that. So those are what I call really strong indicators. And this happened to me many, many years ago. I was in corporate world, in England, driving to work, and uh or having to drive to work and that morning i got up and you know i said to my husband okay where's my car keys we we only had a small apartment <laughs> it wasn't difficult to lose car keys we had one set of car keys that was it we only had one car so we only needed one set and he said well you had them last you came in i said yeah well i put them in the tray and he said well then they must still be there so we, we pulled the apartment to pieces i emptied my purse out i went through we couldn't find it and i'm looking at the clock and i'm going i'm going to be late i know now i'm going to be late and so i start formulating all these excuses in my head you know the cat got sick or you know the uh, the bus came in front of me or the dog get my homework kind of thing and eventually they were exactly where we had looked initially so by that time i oh you've got to be kidding me and so i rushed out of the door in an absolute panic, jumped into my car, then I hit traffic. I'm like, oh, come on, really? This is what you're doing? And I'm throwing my hands up to spirit, like, come on, at least give me a break here. Well, I was stuck in that traffic for absolutely ages. And then on the radio, I heard that there had been um, an accident, a train accident had hit a vehicle. Now, in England, we have those drop-down bars, and I think in lots of places in North America. Yeah. So this was those one of the situations. The barriers didn't come down. The car had gone through and been hit by the train. Now, I cannot say for sure that was my vehicle, but when I worked out the timing afterwards, when I saw it in uh, the newspaper the time of the accident, I would have been in and around that area at that time. So... Sitting in the car at that moment, I thanked spirit for keeping me away, uh, for making me late, not finding my keys, and all of those things, and had this immense uh, sort of calmness just come over me. And so, those kind of messages, when we get them, very precise like that, I always say thank spirit to start with for keeping me out of harm's way, and uh, you know, using what they had to do to. Uh, keep me, keep me from getting in the car and racing off to work in my usual way that I would have done. So yeah, when we get those times, when we like, why am I driving this direction to get to where I usually go and I feel like it's going all around the houses then we hear either there was a holdup or an accident or we arrive, and then there's somebody we met there that we wouldn't have usually met. I love the, uh, the, the series God Friended Me. Well, I don't, uh, hopefully I'm okay to say that. Because those are the kind of things that happen in that, that we get those defined connections where uh, spirit step in and just guide us in the direction where we need to be at that particular time. And, and we just totally need to
0: really learn to trust that. Right. I mean,
1: absolutely. Trust being the operative word there. And I always say to people, it's not something I can put on a piece of paper, <laughs> hand it to you and you can insert into your program and make it happen. We just have to go on it. You know, men have gut feeling women have intuition or a mix of the two. And we truly have to, if we're getting these continuous, um, indicators and I was obviously getting them I just wasn't listening
0: which I think a lot of us do oh. if you can put your other earbud yeah. in I think thank your you. microphone was in that yeah your microphone's oh. in that okay. one <laughs> thank you uh, so I mean I, I think that it's also good to point out that you said that you were in corporate before you went into this mm-hmm. full time that was something I was going to ask you because I, I have a lot of Listeners that listen to the show that are healers, and this is what they really want to be doing. They Mm -hmm. want to be doing Reiki full time or uh, utilizing their gifts full time or, you know, whatever the healing modality is that they have. And they're really afraid to take that leap. And I hear this a lot where, like, once you trust and make that leap, it's like the pad is provided for you. Absolutely. And here you were kind of conked on the head, forced (laughs) to be you know, convalescing and yeah. you created this um, deck, which is great because I was going to ask you what inspired to, you to do this. And so it was kind of like a, a co-creation, so to speak, because it sounds like it wasn't really first on your list, but, it, you know, you were <laughs> co-creating. <laughs>
1: well, it, it's one of those things like anything. Sometimes we get into that groove of what we think we're supposed to do. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, something transcends upon us that changes that. And I always say that can be for the good, the bad, or the indifferent, really. It can just be there. And those are those divine moments. And of course, I, again, I didn't actually accept the creation of the Oracle Deck. In grace and ease and grace. You know, I was basically trying to talk spirit out of using me. <laughs> get somebody else to do it, somebody that's done Oracle deck, somebody that knows this
0: kind of stuff. Why me? <laughs> and I get Don't sense... you love that we like to bargain with spirit <laughs> as if we have a choice in the matter? <laughs> well, I get this I get the sense that, you know,
1: my guides and helpers, I can see them sort of doing like you, you would as a parent. Do I really have to work with this person? Really, what did I do wrong that I got stuck with this one?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: because, you know, I'm. I've always been a questioner, so they have dealt with that with me uh, all my life. It's not like you go, oh yeah, okay, hands up, you know, give it up, and I'm just going to do it kind of thing. I always question. Because I am a skeptic. (laughs) That's just something there. So eventually it's like, okay, we're not going to argue with her now. We're just going to give her the information. And she needs to write it down. She needs to get focused in. And that's what happened. (laughs) I came in and just started writing. And that for me was, uh, I was given, first of all, the uh, names of the different cards. And as you know, there's 52 cards in this deck, which is unusually large for an oracle deck usually an oracle deck is between 40 and 46 i think some of some oracle decks are 52 but uh when i was getting the the titles and it was like it's gone past 40 it's gone past 44 it's gone past 46 i'm going okay guys uh do we need to stop sometime soon and i just
0: almost got like shut up and listen (laughs) (laughs) again don't don't try to bargain with them so (laughs) absolutely You have actually a couple of different decks. And and the one that I want to focus on today is uh, your vibrational energy. So this is what it looks like for those that are watching the, the YouTube channel. And was this the first deck that you created? Absolutely.
1: And as I say, from my perspective, I hadn't a clue of what I needed to do. And I'm an indie publisher. So that means I went it alone At the time, I was offered a contract by a not so well-known publishing house and it didn't feel right. And I just kept on hearing from spirit, do it, do it, do it. So (laughs) my husband and I sat down and had that big conversation, as you do, of can we financially afford to do this and what route should we go? And neither of us knowing how to create an Oracle deck. You know, it's easy doing the words and uh, connecting with somebody to do the images, but the rest of it is, a journey in itself and again it was like spirit going okay don't worry about all the small stuff just it's it's gonna happen
0: yeah we and... get so caught up in the logistics <laughs> of everything
1: <laughs> well because we're human first we are a spiritual energy but we live in a 24 hour concentrated and i always say dense world and i don't mean like stupid but i mean as in it's very heavy what we feel our emotions and that's what we're here for To experience the emotions in spirit, it's all love and light. They don't have to worry about, I've got 24 hours or eight hours or an hour to do this. I've got to rush to get this done. It's like to them, uh, an hour is like a nanosecond. There's no infinity of we have to do it and it has to be uh, within the next five minutes or, you know, I've got to eat or all those kinds of things. So it's just beautiful that we have them to guide us. In this and I'm just looking at your beautiful cat that's come up behind you. She has
0: been literally (laughs) as you've been talking, she's been like going through my feet and yelling and I've been trying to control her, but (laughs) She's going to do what she wants. It's
1: lovely. <laughs> she's
0: just getting herself settled there. It's like, I'm going to be in the shot. It's so. the fact that I'm talking to you and not hers. So <laughs> her calibration's <laughs> off right now. Her circadian rhythms are all screwed up. <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> I'm surprised she's the only one in here right now. So early days, I, early days. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Like I said earlier, we're talking about the vibrational energy oracle card. And before we dive into this, I just want you to explain to us uh, what exactly is a card deck in case someone's listening to this on the podcast or they're yeah. watching this on the show. Um, well, they, they may have never heard, yeah. they may have heard of tarot cards, yes. but um, they may not Have ever used them, play with them? They may not understand. What's the point? You know what? What exactly is a a card deck? Right. So there are, as you say, there's oracle cards, there's tarot
1: cards. Uh, Some people go with these angel cards. Well, angel cards can be an oracle deck. They can be a tarot deck, and of course, then we have affirmation cards and all of those wonderful uh, divination tools that we can use to help us get answers. Now, the difference between an oracle and a tarot, because Sadly, Hollywood has not been kind to tarot. It's given it a black name and witches and bad demons and stuff like that, you know, and I always used to love it when I would see the tower or the death card in tarot because it's like, yeah, something's coming Ugh. to an end. That means something new is going to happen. Woohoo, bring it on! But you know, it's that dun, dun dun dun. You know that fear factor that comes up. So oracle cards are a little less scary in that respect because each card is sorry, each card is a standalone card. So it can be uh, read in as a card that you pull whereas a tarot deck it's like a a formula that happens within a spread and the, the way the cards are laid out, uh, laid out and that kind of thing so oracle is a little less scary and oracle comes from the word um master sharing so it's sharing this information with us so that we can learn so hopefully that that's a little bit it's a little less complicated to use i i always say you can pick up an oracle deck straight away pull a card and get the definition associated with that card without having to create a storyline with it
0: and i agree i think it is a little less scary um you know like you mentioned the tower card last year i did three different readings and i got the tarot and the death card and all three and it wasn't so much that um I feared it, but I, I had had that combination before when I went through my divorce and it was a very challenging time in my life. And so I, what I was doing is I was comparing it to the time before when I had had that experience and I thought, Oh God, you know, that was more of the, I was reluctant to have to go through that. I'm older now. I didn't want to go through that again. And I think what was really brilliant about it is my life did get, you know, completely disheveled and it, you know, it literally, I did go through a, a major, like the rug was pulled out from underneath me, a lot of change, a lot of like, oh shit. Yes. Um, but because I was older, I was like, well, the sun's going to still rise. The sun's going to still yeah. set. Like, yeah. you know, been here, done this, like, it'll be fine. Um, On reflection but- though, once you went through it, was it for the better? Oh, without a doubt, it was yeah. better, and I'm much happier. And and you know, and that's the thing too. Is the yes. first time when I got that combination, yeah. I didn't. I was too young, too naive to really understand that. Right. It was like I was on the cliff, and and there was no other side. I, I was just yeah. going to plummet to my death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and of course, and sadly death by association you know it's like uh, people that go to the restaurant for the first time and they have a bad meal well, they've labeled that restaurant as a really bad restaurant they won't go back and give it a second chance i always say go back a yeah. second time if the second time it's still really bad then okay you've got an opinion there but you can't always judge it on that first visit you know so with cards and things when you're using them uh just
0: they're, they're and I think that's a great example. You know, uh, I tend to go through a lot of death and rebirth. I'm a Scorpio, so it, it's a oh, my right. sign. Um, <laughs> but what I really loved about these is, is there, I'm just going to show the audience some of them. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, the, the designs of them are very, very pretty. They're very well done. Um, I think that uh, what I'd like to do is one of the questions I think that people would probably have is there's a book. Um, I don't know if anybody out there is like me, I don't read a damn thing. I just start playing with stuff and whatever happens is, (laughs) 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 but there's probably people that do read instructions, but what is the best way to utilize a card deck? Like, is there a wrong way and a right way to do this? Not, not at all. You know,
1: people come to me and say, should I tap my deck to get the energy in? It's whatever you feel, but one thing that I will say, when I teach people how to read this deck specifically, the first thing I say to them is take your cards out, put the book away. And you can see this absolute fear fill their faces. I'm like, no, I want you to tap into your intuition. That's what we're going to do yeah. in this workshop. And then afterwards, you can go back and you can check with the book. And I think the book for, for many is like the blankie. It's that, oh, okay, if I'm not sure. So, and I always say, first of all, you know, the biggest thing when you're doing any kind of reading for yourself is what's the purpose of this? What do I want out of this? So we have a question or we're asking for a direction or we're um, uh, wanting some answers to something. So I always say to people, take that moment to step into that in intention. Be there, be present. Don't just like, oh, OK, I'm going to grab the cards and da, 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 I'm going to do it. Take a moment. Take the cards in your hands, hold them in whatever way that you feel that is the right way. Sit, take a few deep breaths to connect. And I always add the disclaimer here. If you're driving a vehicle, do not do that then. <laughs> Fine. So it's, I know it's crazy, but so, you know, take a moment to let your busy thoughts disappear. So you and can- is
0: there a right question. way when you're really focusing on that question Um, you know, and that's another thing too, is there such a thing as too big or too small of a question, but as you're focusing on that question, is there a wrong and a right way to formulate a question?
1: Uh, see some people like to, uh, I always say when I'm asking for something from spirit, regardless of whether I'm using a deck or whatever, if I'm asking for a a question to be answered, I always say, I want X dot, 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 dot or something to my highest good, or something better. And I'll give you a silly example here. I say to Spirit, I want a red Ferrari. Please give me a red Ferrari. I want one too. Aye! So anyway, Spirit look up on their shelf and they have a green Ferrari, but I've stipulated red. So Spirit come back and they say, well, not for the moment, you're not gonna get that. Okay, so if I had said, I would like a red Ferrari, or something to my highest good, or something better, then maybe I'd have got the green Ferrari or maybe the beat up uh, pickup truck or maybe something that I could only afford the insurance for maybe the Ferrari I'd be too scared to take it out I would be concerned that you know it gets scratched or damaged or something like that so maybe that wasn't really what I wanted but I thought it was what I wanted so you see where I'm going here sometimes we think we know we want something but in truth and honesty we don't we just at that moment with that particular thing that's happening in our lives and if we reflect back on our life and when you know when I was growing up I wanted to be a wren or a policewoman I was none of those things but that was my focus then and that's all I wanted to do and as we look at our life and how we go through that and where we end up there are no mistakes there are no wrong turns we I always love the uh, movie sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's quite an old movie because because it actually shows here that she went out of one door and she went one direction, and then she went out of the same door going the other direction. It sort of parallels her life for a little while. But there are times when we're supposed to meet somebody, or we're going to, uh, a path is going to cross with a particular thing. Spirit makes sure that we are there, we get into that, we don't miss it. So, you know, going back to the cards, when you're asking a question, Just focus on what you're hopeful to get as an answer. And if you don't know, if it's, you know, my life's in chaos at the moment, what can I do to change that? That's a pretty general uh, question. That's okay. And maybe we're going to get the card, which is the F word. Maybe we're frustrated with our world.
0: The F word in my world is feng shui.
1: Okay. And of course, it's so many different ways. The whole concept of the F word is reversing what you're feeling So if you're feeling frustrated, fed up with something, or the one that we all know that's a very popular F word, which does get dropped, the bomb now and again, maybe we need to let that out and let something F come back in that's going to fulfill that, that's going to be in a positive way and it's going to take us forward. So just take a moment, breathe, connect with the question. If you're not sure what it's going to be, you know, I just need some general direction. That's fine. If it's the right guy for me.
0: (laughs) And when you, once you have your question and, um, you have an idea of, of kind of what you're, uh, thinking about, um, is there any particular way that they should shuffle and, and like number of cards? Should it be one? Should it be three? Again, it's it's all of the above. It's definitely whatever they feel. Absolutely.
1: See, with connecting with the deck, there are no set rules of engagement. Everybody creates their own formula, if you like, that works for them. And I always say, especially if you've got a a deck for the very first time, you know, take them out and play with them, shuffle them around, move them on the table. Because some people say, well, this deck's quite big. How do I shuffle it? And going, if you can't do it, In the what I call the poker player stance, like this, then spread it out on the table. Do the kids' shuffle, as I call it, the mix them up face down. Uh, You know, some people say, Should I cut it once? Should I take the bottom card or the top card? This is where, when you're stepping into your intuition, whatever you're guided to, if you feel, okay, the the bottom card's important to me at the moment, and on here it's snowflakes, which means I'm unique and I have different things that are going on. I'm not going to fit into everything that everybody else wants to fit into. So maybe that's what I need to hear at that particular moment. Uh, So again, if you want to put them into four piles or two piles, you want to tap your deck, or you want to you know hold it up to the gods and say a prayer that is entirely up to you it create your own formula that's what i always say to people but it is as easy as just pick up the cards and play with them and the other thing is when if you're getting um you're shuffling your deck and a card flies out or oh, it drops good. on the floor then that's the one you need to have and i've got a couple that have just dropped on the floor here and i'm not going to pop pop out of uh, uh focus here but those they, maybe that's The decision, you've got two cards. They're the two cards you're supposed to look at.
0: I pulled one and I got the same one you did. Oh my gosh, that is too funny. So That one is, for those who are watching, uh, that's Snowflake, which is great. And then uh, this is Release. But just to just give you guys a little bit of uh, what the the beauty of them in and how well they're breathed deeply, which is beautiful to give you kind of an idea of of what they look like what's the best way um you know a lot of people i know they just they really get in their head and i understand i used to be this way too too. (laughs) um you know just overthinking and over complicating everything to the point to where they don't even do it because you know they they get in their own way when they do a card reading let's say they uh you know, decide that they want to uh, think of a, a specific question. They now know what they're going to ask, and they shuffle the deck. They decide to do three cards. Now they're going to overthink what the interpretation is. Right. So, what's the best way when they get a card to not overthink the um, interpretation and to, you know, kind of get in that flow state of okay, what what does this mean for me in reference to my question? How can I like lean into this? Right. Sort of... Yes. And of course, that's uh,
1: connected with each person. If it's to do with a guy, is this the guy? And all of a sudden, we see the F word come up. I'm like, oh, maybe this is not the guy. But I want it to be the guy. You know, I want it to be the fantastic guy, the the uh, the the person I'm going to be with. Don't try and make the cards what they are not. They're just there as guidance. And usually, when we've gone to the cards, it's we want guidance. We can't. We have a a feeling or a sense or a concept of what we want but we just need that little I always call it the little rubber stamp going on there and when we whether you've got the three cards out and you're starting to read the cards I always say first of all look at the imagery how does that fit into what your your question that you've asked or the direction you're asking Uh, what does the words on the card mean And then if you're feeling that you can't get any more than that, then go and look at the book. But I'm sure everybody, when they're looking at something, they go, yeah, that actually connects with me. It resonates with me because I'm feeling at the moment that I'm on my own, like life's a beach. Maybe I'm feeling that I'm on my own, but we're not. We're there. and Maybe we're in this situation where, you know, there's another word, uh, another sentence, life's a... Uh, a bee it begins with but it's certainly not a beach and maybe a we're bitch. feeling that yeah maybe we're feeling that way so this is just a reminder that yeah maybe you're feeling that way but there is somebody there with you you are walking towards the light here so maybe this is something you need to uh, make the transition from you know each of the cards uh when we pull them when we pick them when they're chosen for us as i always say come to us with an answer uh, sometimes we don't like the answer and, you know, we just let, need to let it happen. If you don't want to accept that as being your answer, then go on the way you're already going,
0: you know? Well, and I think that's, again, you know, we, we tend to get into our own way. I was just looking at some of the cards and going through, um, just some of the interpretations that are underneath them. And, and a lot of them, um, I think are pretty, uh, self-explanatory, yes. Um, you know, I think that some could, you know, we could get in our own way, uh, cellular collapse. Yeah. Um, I could see where somebody may go, I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. Muse, you know, I think this could be great if you're writing a book or working on a creative project, but you may not understand this one, I think may be something that maybe people have heard in a lot of religious sectors, but Mm -hmm. may not know what this means. So with something like this, if we've got a question and we get that. Go is to the, the book. Yeah, okay, the book Absolutely is the
1: best go to way. The book. Yeah. That, you know, when, as I say, when I teach it, I get people to connect with their intuition. And this is when we've sat in that intention to start with, to connect what we're wanting an answer to. So what we've in, in effectively, or what we have effectively done is said to spirit, help me. <laughs> I'm going to use the cards, but help me here. I need some assistance with this. So they're tuned into us as we're tuned into them and we're tuned into the cards. And then the cards start to come out. And I don't ever think that there's a wrong card that comes out. Maybe it's giving us a, okay, be cautionary with this. Maybe we do need to look after ourselves first. And we're trying to rush into something here because we really want it. But the truth being that maybe we need to sit and breathe. Maybe we need to uh, have somebody else guide us, like in the news, that we're being uh, somebody is in our life that is there to help us. I always uh, think of the muse music like the Emperor card, that mm-hmm. wiseness of somebody just guiding us there, uh, that we trust and that's it. It's, and, and with that particular card, the door's not, uh, the door's closed, but you can see the light underneath it. So it's yeah. inviting us in whether we want to go down that pathway <laughs> or not. So we're guided there and each of us when uh, we're doing this will get our own interpretation maybe it's something that connects with us that's in our actual world a person you know somebody the triangle yes this is the the law of three like the triangle the infinity and if you look at that card there there's so much infinity in it that there's this nebulous in the background there that's happening and it's just meaning here's our world in this triangle like we are in this little triangle, just being and connecting with the the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, uh, whatever you like to connect to in your belief system. So yeah, if you're not sure, then the the book is there, and as you say, there's simple, concise answers in the book. So if yeah, we're and, and several
0: and, of them are are quite. Uh you know, like new beginnings and shift it yes. and several of them are, are I would say self-explanatory. <laughs> you know, some of them I think that um people might have uh you know, but a lot of these like quiet time, clean yes. sweep, knowing. Um, you know, I think like what you're saying, Debbie, is if you if you're doing this and really thinking about your question and um just kind of you know, really connecting. Um, even a card that I think might seem a little uh ominous or you're not really sure what its meaning is, if you mm. sit in it, I would think that something would come to you. This is yes. a beautiful card. Yeah. New beginnings is is absolutely wonderful. Again, it's a bit like the death card
1: in the respect that something has to end, a bit like perfect storm. That something is coming to its fruition, it's coming to an end. You know, the perfect storm, as I always say, is, you know, you can be in the eye of the storm and it's absolute silence. It's absolute peace. And outside, everything else is chaotic. And sometimes we need to step into that with our life. You know, uh, I always, you know, when we're doing we're having a, a, an issue, a problem in our life, it's like we get caught up in the thick of it and we can't see our way out of it. And sometimes I wonder if it's just good to take that moment to close our eyes, take that breath, connect with spirit, connect with whatever we're needing to at that moment to just find that solace. Because maybe it isn't something that's going to be sorted out right in this moment. But later on, we know it is because we trust in
0: that. And this was a question that I actually got on Facebook. There was a gal that asked, how often can she do a reading?
1: (laughs) Well, I always say you have to be careful here because, uh, you know, we can you get addicting uh, oh, addictive and what I call Oracle abuse or we can just abuse <laughs> it. So we, like, OK, I, I did the reading for myself today and asked a question. I didn't like the cards. So I'm going to do it again tomorrow and I'm going to do it again the next time. So, <laughs> You know, and of course, I always say to people, if you keep getting the same answer, then you really at some point have to accept it yeah now usually when we're we uh using an oracle deck uh you know i would say to people you can pull a card as a focus of the day so you can just use it in what i call a generalized situation we don't have to pull it to get an answer you know it's my it's my focus today that i need to just be connected with what's happening in our world uh connected as i am here on this little human being on here but i'm also spirit as well so maybe i need to do that so don't overdo it
0: Yeah, I think you can definitely abuse it.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I always say to people, if you have lots of questions, then okay, go through your lots of questions. But there has to be a time when you put the deck down. And as I always say, walk away from the deck.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I think you've got to definitely be careful because, you know, I I think you put the nail on the head when you said a lot of people, um, they think they know what's best for them. And spirit up there is going, oh, Lord, honey, no, you don't. Um, and, you know, the, I think that, you know, you do want that relationship mm-hmm. to work out because there's yep. fear involved or of course. Uh, you desperately want to get pregnant because of, and, yeah. you know, you, you have already played the scenario out in your head of what you think mm-hmm. it should look like. And so you're not getting that answer Absolutely. or you're not getting the, the direction that you really had hoped for. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you need to accept what is coming. Um, as you're, one of the questions that I had, this is what I had written down before we started the show. As I was brushing my teeth, this is what came to me. And I was like, I want to ask this question. (laughs) Um, when we do, you know, I, have played with cards for the last 20 years or so. And one of the things that I've never really been certain about is timing, so when I ask a, a deck, a, whether it's tarot or oracle, a question, how do I know if this is happening tomorrow or six months from now? Is there a way yeah. of of getting that? A is always, bit- yeah, it's always one of those
1: uh, indefinitive answers, if you like. You know, If I know that I'm going for that job interview and I'm saying, is this the job for me? And I'm getting a clear yes, then obviously we know that the timelining is to do with that particular uh, job that we're going for, or if we're going for uh, to get a house or something like that. Uh, there is no real way of getting a timeline into it unless you can ask another one. This is when I would bring a pendulum or something like that yeah. into it because that's a yes, no. And I could then ask, is this gonna happen tomorrow? And then it has to be yes, no. Answers and questions. So that's where I might pull my pendulum out in conjunction with my cards and say okay I need to know and if you're getting a maybe (laughs) You're still getting exactly what the cards are telling you. This is a maybe this could be happening But we don't know when and I think it's again because we are in that 24-7 world that we hope that the answers are going to be there for us straight away and i conclude if you don't get the job and there was an indication that you should have got the job from the cards maybe that was not the job
0: well and you said a little bit earlier i think something that is uh great to bring back around is that in the land of spirit there's no time time doesn't exist you know we experience it here but uh in the land of spirit, you know, five years for us of pure drudgery is like a blink to them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think that um, you know, that was one of my experiences. I, I kept getting the death in the tarot card last year. So I knew shit was gonna get real. Yeah. I knew yeah. there was gonna be major upheaval and I knew that things were gonna change in a dramatic way. And they did. My whole life did a 180. If you had asked me a year prior, uh, you know, where would I be? Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed this. Yeah. And I think that for me, the challenge was when I I said yes to it, I'm like, all right, fine. You know, I I know I can't avoid this. Yeah. I know I signed up for this. I know I can't avoid this. So I'm just going to lean into it. I'm going to say, yes, I know it's going to yeah. be hell, but you know, I did it. And you know, it was much smoother because I had that attitude and I was like, whatever, sun still sets, you know, sun still arises. Yeah. Um, but I think that I had a little bit, and I mentioned this on a show I did a couple of weeks ago with Marlene Cronin that I felt like spirit was going to reward me. Like, oh, well <laughs> I said, yeah. I mean, I said yes to the shit show. So I'm going to totally be rewarded. And you know, a lot of the shit show has continued, and I'm like, yeah. really? Like, yes. how long does this go on? And oh, I have well. to keep reminding myself that spirits just like, oh well. I mean, it was a blink. Okay, I mean, it's well, been barely going on. I'll I'll share something that's actually happening at
1: the moment. This uh, back in 2013, when I created the deck, so there was a lot of shifting and changes going on, and sadly what I call the end of this year, and we're in November, near the end of November now, and we're in that crescendo of, I always call it the shift happening, the shift, you know, shift or get off the pot, literally. And this is what we're being faced with, like hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. And like myself and many other uh, spirit workers and light workers are going,
0: okay, but I can only hang on for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel I, like, you know, we're, we're like, I had a lot of energy at the start and I'm like, I'm yeah. getting real worn out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, all I can say is
1: this year has been about injustice and us coming to terms with injustice, which we have been, which we have been, if we look at our world and look at our own personal lives and it's almost like not accepting it but understanding that the resolution is coming
0: which is what 2020 is all about 2020
1: but be aware everyone 2020 will start off with an explosive way and not something that we are wanting to invite in we always think of the january the first and making our wishes and our demands and our hopes and things so if for some of you, it starts off and you're like, holy crap, this is not going to continue like this. Hang in there just a little bit longer till about February, March time. Okay. This yeah, is just I've the last a, of the transition here.
0: I had an astrologer on uh to discuss this and to talk about January and, and Uranus being in Capricorn and and just the explosive energy that's going to be going yeah. on. And uh, just a major shift of you know something out of shock and awe and out of nowhere yes and so
1: um don't take it as the the sky is falling just well, take it you as know,
0: okay i think that in a lot of ways you know it kind of has to to create change we have yes. to go through that to have true transformation um, because if it's like a little a bell ringing, nothing's going to get torn up. Nothing's going to change. It's going to be business as usual. So we really, we have to uh, have that explosive thing, just like the yep. housing market back in '08. It's like we had right. to have that happen to create major change in the way that we were doing business. So Absolutely. I feel like it's necessary. And, you know, there's, I,
1: uh, back in August, I was invited to, uh, do you know a prediction for 2020 and you know I'm like I don't do predictions okay but I will connect with spirit and I shared some information with them and as I say January is explosive but in thought into March as I said intentional thought stick with intentional thought that's a big thing like focus on what you want focus on what you want for yourself your world and step away from ego Mm-hmm. This is going to be aligned with what I call the God intention. Uh, yeah. It's acknowledging we, we're having to put things into balance, both dark and light. There is no right. There is no wrong. So when this, our head starts telling us, no, 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 this is not going to work. And our heart's going, yes, 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 do it. Have that conversation to bring the two of them into balance.
0: So- well, and it's been so out of balance. I mean, oh it, absolutely, it, so you know, that 's why this is really necessary, yeah, and I think that having your cards i mean it's it's such a great time to have yeah. such a tool to use. Thank you um, you know, I think that so many people are in in turmoil and confused and uh, especially if they 're not so many people are awakening right now, which is so right. beautiful it 's amazing to see so many people awakening and being open minded yeah. um, I actually was uh, just on holiday. I flew home to go see my parents and while I was there, I went and saw um, some very well known uh, teachers and healers that have nice. been in the industry since the' '60s and I was shocked my, my mom and I were planning to go they live about an hour and a half away from my parents and uh, my mom and I were planning on going. And as we were getting ready to leave, my dad says, well, can I go? <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? I was like, yes, you can. <laughs> I was like, it's going to get weird as long as you're okay with that. And I couldn't believe it. They, uh, I've had them on the show, Barry and Gayla Gordon. And uh, it was fantastic because we were having these amazing conversations about mm. near death experiences and dowsing and feng shui and and you know esoteric philosophies. And I had both my parents at the table, and you know they've always kind of put up with me. I've always been the weirdo in the yeah, weird family. <laughs> and here we are sitting around the table having these what I my mind was blown away and i was like this is what's happening right now Mm -hmm. is that people are in their own ways waking up and that's what cards like this is so great for because what you can do is you know especially with a month like january coming up Mm -hmm. people who say that they're not psychic or healers they're going to feel things and it can be really probably quite confusing and overwhelming Uh, you may not know what to do with the energy. You may not understand it. And a lot of us are going through these major awakenings, but having tools like these are such a great way to to manage it. The
1: guidebook actually has a a wonderful, very in-depth spread in there. So if you're not sure and you have a really large question or a question that is a little bit more in-depth, then do the five vibrational dimensions of the soul spread, which is in there. And you can actually download that as a free download if you don't if you have my deck or you don't have my deck you could use this particular spread to get more in-depth questions and answers so it's it allows you it doesn't give you all the details just on the free download but it does give you uh the ability to ask the questions in the way and it also tells you about doing a smaller spread there a three card spread and you can create any other kind of spread that you want so it's in depth, as far as giving you the information in there, but without telling you, you can't do it your way.
0: <laughs> well, I think I that's that the important, so important thing is that, you know, I, I think a lot of, of cards that are out there, I think people who aren't, you know, like us and, and we're healers and we play with these things all right. the time, I think that this can be really intimidating for people. And, and yeah. they're sitting here and they're going, okay, what do I do? And we're so used to being told what to do and how to do it that without those instructions, we panic. And I think that, you know, um what I loved is that um Debbie sent me the the deck of cards with a note and uh there was a a typed up sheet and just said play with them and I loved that because you were giving me permission to Mm -hmm. like throw all the instructions out of the out of the water and just play with them. And I I think that's such a great way to introduce yourself if you've never worked with cards or maybe you have and you don't use them often. Um, you know, just shuffle them, get used to how they yeah. feel, uh, look through them. I mean, there's so many beautiful cards that are yeah. in the deck. Um, and then, maybe you know, just pull one card, you know, one card. card and, and, you know, maybe, you know, one of my favorite questions is always give me reflection on what I need to know right now. Yeah. And, and you can pull that card, <laughs> you know, I got to go
1: to the light. So stand there, open, open arms, a Viking and you've got driving uh, forces. forces yeah focus on it what you want get on that road go there
0: yeah and I, this is another favorite smell oh the roses. smell the roses
1: absolutely because we don't and sometimes we're just in that sort of focus that we're you know so busy for things i love this one as well pleasure dome. Uh,
0: yes, yes. Getting the
1: balance. Sometimes we just don't. It's like, oh, I got to do this. I got to get there. I got to etc. 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 And you know, it's and I uh, one of my uh, probably one of my favourite cards is when people get this as openness. It's the I always say you're there. Okay, you're carrying the cage with you because you're not sure, and you can jump back in it for safety and uh, security if you want to. But it's open. And now you're free to do what you want. Oh, that and is I just a great love that card. one Because it's, it's just one of those. It's like, okay, I need the security. I need the safety. But that door's not locked anymore. It's open just for you to do what you want. And yeah, there's just so many great ways to uh, play with it. Uh, what card did you get? Because when, when I autograph and send an extra card, it's always chosen by spirit. It's never chosen by me. <gasps> Quiet times.
0: So obviously that was and I've been getting this to... <laughs> not only in this card deck but I was I have a de- an old deck here on my my desk here and every morning I pick one and I probably already put them away but the card that I got oh here it is retreat quiet times absolutely and I have another deck and I got the same thing it was meditation <laughs> And I was like, okay, I get it. Okay, that's it. That's what I'm saying, that sometimes
1: we're given it once, we're given it twice, and we're given it three times. And if after three times, we're not getting that message, whether it's through cards, messages, Spirit of sending us, they go, okay, you're on your own. When you're ready, come back. We're here. We're, well, we're and this you. is,
0: <laughs> you know, you were saying before the show how you love to be, you know, or during the show, you were talking about how when you were convalescing, how you don't do well sitting still. Yes. And that's my biggest issue is that I, I don't, Um, I fidget. I can't sit still, and I've got to constantly be doing things. And so, this is like one of the hardest things for me to do. And even though I live alone, you know, I'm puttering. So I always think like, oh, well, I mean, I'm puttering. So I'm like, I'm in the groove. I'm I'm aligned. And they really want me to sit still. They really want me to sit down. I'm like, but I can't. Yeah, I always say to people at that point, if you can't then go for
1: a walk somewhere in nature. That's what I do Mother a lot. Nature, or go and lay on the grass. Uh, you know, obviously there are some areas in North America where you don't want to go outside at the moment. We've, we've had rain and we've had a bit of snow here and all those kinds of things. But when I get to Mexico in a two or three weeks' time, I'm going to be laying there in the sunshine. I'm going to let the rays hit me and I'm going to connect with Mother Earth. So, you know, do what you need to do to... Create your quiet times, and maybe your quiet times is reading a book or watching a movie, or just sitting and enjoying time with friends.
0: You know, I so think it- that too. For me, I I always feel like I have to be busy and productive and mm. producing and oh, making, yes. and and so I think uh, what my intuition is telling me. Is that it's also, it's okay to just sit and stare at a movie. It's yes. okay to just sit and stare at a book and, and not a, the other thing is, is I'm really bad. I read tons of books, but they're oh, all lovely. about productivity and business and learning something. And like, I'm, I'm even busy when I'm reading. <laughs> so I feel like a, a big part of it is, okay, you just, the engines need to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I like go on to slow,
1: just in the Zen, take the time focus be so and of course you know for some people you say that to them they go no 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 i don't yeah. want to do that i I, ooh. I go step into it for a day or so and see how it feels you don't yeah. have to stay there you don't have to reside there but maybe that's what your body's telling you you need at the moment well, you're going to end up like me with Guido and the boys being sent in the box coming down and hitting me on the back of the head then the car accident the rear end maybe that's what you're going to get and i did not like to be there if
0: i'd listened beforehand <gasps> <laughs> right. Well, and I think too I think that you know I think a lot of people are that way that you know and and here I have this show and I'm constantly talking about how you know our culture is all about we have to be busy in order to be productive and I'm always telling everybody they have to cultivate their chi and and you know slow down and in a lot of ways I do feel like I've slowed down but the other thing is is that I'm I'm intent I'm I'm focusing so much on on the things that I want that I feel like spirit is like okay, if you want those things to come in, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So and sometimes we get into the intensity. I had something happen last year, and I was so devastated at the time. I shook my fist up to spirit. I had been working on and uh, and some new ideas and formulations of way to go, and I was getting all this information from spirit. And over several months, I'd been formulating it, putting it into a firewall being lazy, in my, I didn't want to go hunting in my laptop for it. I put it in downloads because there wasn't much in downloads. And somehow there was this huge update with Microsoft and it all went missing. And we have never found it to this day. So of course I went into this, well why would you let me spend all this time creating this over months and then take it away from me? That was my, what? (laughs) And then afterwards, as time went on, I thought, well, okay, maybe there's some things here. Like, why did I leave it in download? That's a very iffy place to leave it. Maybe I create a file, which is called in process or something like that and put that somewhere where I can find it very easily. Maybe the information in there was relevant at the time, but now things have changed up. So they want me to go in a different direction. But of course, in that humanness, i like like, yeah. why? <laughs> Which we do. And that's, you know, what is it, uh, you know, prick me, I'm human kind of thing and I bleed. But you know, it, there was a reason behind it. But at the time I was so angry that spirit would do this to me. You want me to do this work? You give me all this information and now you delete it? Come on. <laughs> so maybe the information wasn't the right information or maybe that information was for me at that
0: particular time
1: and not meant for anybody else
0: or maybe the world wasn't ready for it at that time and there's better stuff coming absolutely and from it has so
1: that's the way I look at it that you know we can, you know, I always say to people, we can be in the lure of the garbage truck where we can carry that around with us all day, every day, keep loading stuff in the back there that's not going to actually uh, help us. It's just going to self-flagellate us, as I I put it. We're just going to keep ourselves up on it. Whereas if we let it go, okay, yes, I went for several days of like why and trying to uh, resource different people that it must be out there. We must be able to find it somewhere. And then I just got, let it go. I'm like, but why? <laughs> so and again, that may not be sure revealed to you at this time. That's oh, the thing. Ab- absolutely, and I conclude with spirit that I trust with them on things like that. Many, many years ago when I was in corporate world, I was going for a job interview and I it was down to myself and one other person. And I, you know, when we come out of an interview and like, I've nailed it, it's mine. It's just a matter of getting the letter. And of course in those days it was a letter, there was no internet. And then I got the Dear John letter and I was like devastated, like, why didn't I get this? What was the reasoning behind it? What did I do wrong? You know, we do all this self-flagellation. Well. Year, uh, a couple of years went by, and uh, somebody moved in next door to me. And she had heard that I do readings, and she said, "I need to come to you for a reading." I said, "Sure, okay, come along, and you know, I'll, I'll do the reading for you." Well, what came up in that reading was this: this environment that she was working in was so toxic; it was her, harming her, her health, and everything. And she needed to get out of it really quickly. And then after the reading, she sat there and she told me and I just looked at her and I, oh my gosh, you took my job. Thank you. Now you don't always get that opportunity, but I think it was spirit giving me the chance to go, you know what, when it doesn't happen or it doesn't work out, trust us here. There's a reason because I actually went on to get a really great job, which in hindsight was much better. But at that time, as we do when that relationship goes to the wall or we lose the job or whatever it is, we we go into um, grief and that is a normal thing. But don't stay in grief, okay?
0: Move yeah, Garth this. Brooks has a great song called "Sometimes God's Greatest Prayer uh, Answer is an Unanswered Prayer." Correct, absolutely. So that's kind of what that is: is we yeah. don't understand it, but they understand the bigger picture and they understand absolutely. what this is all about. Yeah.
1: And you know, I'm glad I didn't get that job now, but at the time, I was devastated. I went into all those human emotions that we do. So. Let yourself go through that grief, but don't stay there. Move on. Set yourself up for something more positive. And at the moment, the other thing I just want to share with people is step away from negative Nellies. Yeah, like, it's not going to help you or boost you. All it's going to do is pull you down. And you know, it, we want to help other people, but if we're not helping ourselves and stepping into that vibrational frequency. Of joy and bliss and things that we want, then step away from them. And I know some people say to me, "Yeah, but it's, it's my family or it's where I work or things like well, where you work, yeah, change it. Family, yes, you don't have to get connected in to that all the time. You can do like I do, move millions of miles away across the other side of the world. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> but you can. Uh, what I always say is control that. You don't have to be in it (laughs) 24 seven. And, you know, if you've got friends or people around you that are constantly either negative about things that are going on in their life or onto yours, then again, you don't have to put up with that. I always say to myself, I deserve better.
0: And when I, yeah, I I I think that's a mantra everybody should have. Yeah.
1: I deserve better. I am worth more. I am worth something. uh, And, you know, that was the, the set of cards that I, I created, which was the I am affirmation, so that we get into that I am set of side of things, so that we don't accept, yeah, this is this is the deck here, and it it talks about the vibrationalness of each person. And I always call the affirmation cards what I call the instant gratification. You just pull one card and you go kind of thing. It it sets you on your focus, so you don't have to read a book, go into it, and You were just having a a mantra for the day, as it were. And I wanted people to get into the I am concept, uh, because if we don't look after ourselves. We're here for ourselves on this journey. Yes, we're here to help everybody else. But if we're not helping ourselves first, then we're not going to be able to help anybody else. And we need to be in a place uh, where we feel our own appreciation for ourselves, which is what that particular deck was created for.
0: Well, and really being able to operate from a full cup, you have to be able to do that in order to give. Yeah. Well, I think this is great, Debbie. I'm so glad that you took the time to talk with me today and and share with us your deck. Um, Again, it's called Vibrational Energy Oracle Cards, and it's by Debbie Anderson. She's got other decks as well, but this one was the one that we were playing with today. And I think that the, one of the main reasons that I really wanted to have Debbie on was just with what's going on in our world today. Um, things are chaotic and challenging. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, um, you know, things are moving at a much rapid, uh, more pace, that things are moving faster and um, things are happening a lot quicker in people's lives. And, oh, I, yes. you know, it's happening for a reason. But you know, if you're in turmoil and you're confused or you're not sure how to navigate it, having something like these tools is a great way to, you know, get some answers that you may need. Um, I think more for uh, me, what they really do is just give me confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it it's just a great way to be like, okay, yeah, I can yeah. deal with this today. Um, If they are interested in learning more about you or purchasing the deck, where do they go? How can they find you? Well, one thing I can say
1: really quickly is both the uh, vibrational energy and the vibrational earth children decks are available as a download, a mobile app. So if somebody doesn't want to go to all the trouble of getting the whole deck You know, in card format, like we have, they can download it to their phone. Now, all of that, uh, as well as purchasing the decks, go to my website, which is vibrational energy.com. On the landing page, it says start here, and it literally is it gives you how to get the decks. If you scroll down on that uh, landing page, it'll show you how to uh, find podcasts like this one, go to my weekly readings, download the mobile apps, uh, sign up for my newsletter. And then you can find all the different things on there. It shows the decks and everything. And it'll you just click on the button and it'll guide you to where you want to go. And I'm just so blessed because just recently my uh, website has been upgraded so people can view it from a phone and it's not going all over the place when they're viewing it, which I was having difficulty with. And I thought, oh, my goodness. And most of the time I use my laptop. I very rarely use the phone. But, yeah, with the these two decks, uh, there is a free limited version of the mobile app that you can download and so i ask you invite you to go play with it it won't cost you a bean just see uh, to download it and the time to play with it and it gives you i think 11 cards to play with for a limited amount of time to see whether you like the deck so if you only play with it for a few weeks and it gives you the uh, answers that you need then great and one of the things that i i wanted to end with here is that When we ask a question and we're using cards or we're using uh, some kind of tool to get an answer, all that's doing is giving us the confirmation because I truly believe that we have made the decision within ourselves to start with. We're just waiting for that, you know, the friend that says, yeah, you really shouldn't buy that dress. It doesn't look good on you. (laughs) Or the friend that says, yeah, don't go and buy that. Don't go and do the hairdo. Just stick with what's there, you know, so it's that, what I call the hidden unsung hero of our lives that we can just get the answer and the confirmation. So yeah, it is more of a confirmation because we've already got some idea in our in our head what we want this to turn out like.
0: Perfect. Thank well, you. thank you, Debbie, for saying yes to this. I really appreciate oh, it.
1: Thank you for inviting me on, Amanda. I've had so much fun.
0: I hope that each and every one of you learned something today or found something of importance in this show today. I think that um, the Western approach is always just really an academic one and we continually seek through external things. And what's so important is that, you know, one of the reasons that I love Feng Shui so much is that my studies are rooted in Buddhism. It's an Eastern approach that teaches that in order to open up consciousness, in order to find the work and to find meaning you look within yourself and in honor of losing Ram Dass on December 22nd he was one of my favorite spiritual gurus I've read all of his books Um, one of my favorite quotes by him is the spiritual journey is individual it's highly personal it can't be organized or regulated it isn't true that everyone should follow one path listen to your own truth Your own path. I'm hoping that each of you today, whether you go and get Debbie's cards or find another way to do divination, the most important thing is to find what aligns to your truth and your path, because that is what you seek. And that is where you're going to find the answers, right? All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this show today. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year i think that this is going to be an amazing 2020 yeah we're gonna have some upheaval but that's okay i think that really enjoying sitting back having some popcorn maybe a cocktail just go along for the ride be a witness not an actor or a player just take witness to what's happening learn from it don't forget my super surprise I will be having a massive 12-hour flash sale for Mastering Feng Shui on January 15th. All you have to do is go to gatesinteriordesign.com forward slash mastering flash sale. If you go to the website right now, you won't get in. But on January 15th, you will. (laughs) It's like the magic of the interwebs. All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this show today. If you're interested in getting a floor plan reading, head on over to our website at gatesinteriordesign.com. You can click on the Feng Shui tab and find out more information about our floor plans. You can also find out more information if you're working on a real estate project, buying, selling, anything like that. We do these Feng Shui consultations from all over the world. So you can just reach out to us if you have questions or need to know more. Be sure to head on over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel If you'd like to see uh, shows that I've done in the past, I also did Rachel and Tisha's show at the beginning of December. I filmed that one along with this one. And plus there's just a lot of really amazing, cool videos on there uh, regarding feng shui and other cool things. So head on over there, Amanda Gates, feng shui. All right, everyone, happy new year. Trust the vibe, cause the energy never lies.